Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the household task that you find oddly satisfying? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is off this week. Holly Roberts is here with me. We're taking you to three o'clock. And uh here's the deal, Holly. Yeah, Colleen. Um the other day, uh, we were we were doing some household chores, and I like to uh, I like to enlist my children to help, and I try to get creative because there's a lot of things that you have to do around the house that are not always fun, but sometimes you find really satisfying. Like for example, like vacuuming is like amazing and calming sometimes. Mm-hmm. But we had a mm-hmm. yes, but we had a big stack of important papers with sensitive information on them Ooh. that needed to be shredded. And um, I w- you know what I was going to do? Should I admit this on the air? Well, now you have to. I have because to. Because you already set it up. We have one of those, like, locked boxes here at work that you, like, the locked things that they go to the shredding place to get shredded. Oh, yes, And I mean, it's a lot of papers for, like, a home shredder, but not, like, it wouldn't fill up one of those things. I was just going to, like, bring a couple every once in a while and just toss them in there, you That's know? That's fine. Just one at a time. But yeah. the problem would be... Is that you'd still have papers stacked at your house. Exactly. So anyway, I thought, okay, well, my daughter, I think she would be like happy to just sit there and feed the shredder. Right? <laughs> Why would you think that? Well, because I don't know. She likes monotonous, repetitive activities. No, surely. She loved it. She was really? like, this is so satisfying. She loved it. Just watching that thing eat the paper over and over again. She's nine. And so like the whole experience of working through a stack of paper and watching it eat the paper and then fill up and then dump it out and then do it all over again. She loved it. She's got an opportunity for a new side hustle. I know. I was like, you could. Yeah, she could make a couple cents on that, right? Maybe. Making confetti for a living. But 651-641-1071. What is the oddly satisfying household task for you? Rebecca's on the line. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks for holding. Rebecca, what is your oddly satisfying household task? So back when I was actually younger, my grandma would have me shred papers like that. Right? Really? And that was so much fun. But now as an adult, it's like tedious and it takes too much time. But when you're a kid, it, it feels and important. And that are like stacked, that are like connected together from top to bottom. Oh my gosh, so much more fun! Right? I but know. Now okay. At my parents' house, I'll swiffer the hardwood, and we have two dogs that are labs. Mm-hmm. So they shed like crazy. I love swiffering the floor and seeing how much hair. <laughs> 
we find, because then I put it onto the carpet, and I'm like, Mom, we have enough to make a third dog Yeah, again. you could make a new dog. You it's know that so they're crafting. I know. Rebecca, they're crafting I love books. them so much, but it is so gross seeing how much hair comes off of both of my girls. It is so so grody. Oh my gosh, I love Rebecca, it. that is hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, have a good day, thanks. Rebecca. What she does, I hope she realizes that there's a whole subcategory of crafting, repurposing your pet's hair, and I then mean, making it into little crafts. That's weird. I, you and know, listen, I, I love weird. Judged, but that's like based a off, whole kind of weird. Based off of her enthusiasm for her pet's hair and collecting it, I just want to help her, assist her. Do you. And getting happy there. I'm going to do me. You do you. Ashley's on the line. Let's go to Ashley. Hi, Ashley. What household chore do you find oddly satisfying? Hello. I love to vacuum. Me too. Because you see progress and those little lines, don't they just bring you a sense of peace? Absolutely. And I have to make sure that I start with an empty bucket. So I can see how much I've collected. So I know that I'm doing a good job. Isn't that the best? I mean, it is like, don't, and and you don't even feel shame for how dirty your carpet was. Right. Because you're actively cleaning. Yes. So, okay. Quick question. And this is sort of to like gauge, you know, how normal I am. How often would you say you vacuum? Um, I would say probably once a month. Okay. Okay. But- that makes me feel good. Before I got married, we played a game at my be- or at my bridal shower, and they asked who did the vacuuming in the house, and I had to admit I didn't own a vacuum, <gasps> and so that was uh, my first wedding gift that I received was okay. a vacuum. That is awesome, <laughs> and now you're like hooked. It's like the best drug, right? Absolutely. Thank, thank you for your call, uh, thanks, Ashley. Ashley. I will say, like I did, I got a Roomba which I love. I love the Roomba and it's good for like a good once over every twice in a while. But still, when you just take that vacuum cleaner and you spend the time moving the furniture and sucking up all that disgusting dirt out of your carpet, you get to see the immediate effect of your work. I love progress. Yes. Progress is satisfying. It's the best. Yeah. Pamela's on the line. Hi, Pamela. What's the household task that you find oddly satisfying? Well, I, too, enjoy shredding, but now I have advanced it to what can I shred besides paper? Oh, and fun. And so um, I have shredded a condom. <gasps> okay, well, now, how did that wait, work Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, wait, I suppose I, I used one? Oh, no, it was oh. still in the package. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. How does that turn out? Um, shredded. <laughs> rubber. <laughs> it was really satisfying. Then it got me thinking, what else can I stick in this thing without, you know, having to replace the shredder? Okay, been- Pamela, this is a weird, like, strange uh, hobby that y- you've turned this all into. You yeah. just are looking for things to shred. Mm, yeah, I mean, ca- credit cards weren't enough old credit cards and debit cards, so I thought... And I was cleaning. I get disappointed when I run out of paper to shred. Yeah. Um, and I've been through three shredders in the past six years because I jam them up and I have to unjam them and I bend the whatever is inside there. And I can't take them apart to fix them, so I just get a new one or higher grade, a more robust one. And then I thought, well, here's a condom. I think I'll try that. And it worked out just fine. Then it, oh it didn't ruin your shredder. Oh, no. Pamela, 
you might be the most interesting caller we've had today. Uh-huh. Oh, well, <laughs> if I find something else to show them, so you can try to put it in there. I mean, I, I, I think that I would like to know if you find something <laughs> yes. more interesting than a condom to shred. Thank you, Pamela. Have a great day. Well, everybody has a hobby. That is so bizarre. And Pamela's hobby is sticking things in her shredder. Now watch out if you're invited to her house for dinner <laughs> or to a party. Shred, she might shred you. Let me get this finger and shred yeah. it in there. I just no. I'm trying to find something uh, new to shred. Now mine seems tame in comparison. What is your what's the most what's your oddly satisfying household task? Well, I thought of a very small specific task that is very satisfying. Yeah. And it's taking the lint off of the dryer mm. and taking it off in one piece. Oh, you like it. You like it when it all comes off in one sheet. When it all comes off in one sheet, it's like picking your dry skin when you oh, have a sunburn yes. and you try to peel it off in as big oh. of a piece as possible. Or remember those Adidas sandals with the little mm-hmm. divots in them? Mm-hmm. And in the 90s, kids liked to wear those with socks. Yeah. And then the lint would get trapped inside. I used to try to take the lint out in one piece as much that as is possible. hilarious what is it about for some reason like when i do a good load of like new fresh towels and all that lint comes off all at once and then you get into the lint trap and it's just thick with lint yeah it's really satisfying it is so satisfying you feel like you've accomplished something yeah i am disappointed when i get into the lint trap and it's not linty when you feel like the world is a dumpster fire go to your dryer and pick out the lint trap i know like <laughs> swimsuits are not satisfying to launder because there's no lint no but towels are exciting oh god Okay, oh. hi, welcome to Lottery hi. Chat on the Colleen and Bradley we're, Show. We're really exciting here. I mean... I mean, we can't be Pamela. R- but We're not shredding condoms. But you all understand what it feels like. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, <laughs> I read this Daily Mail article today that took me on the weirdest journey, and I felt like I couldn't go on it alone. And so I've gone on it, and now I'm going to take you on it, but I'm going to take you on it quickly so you don't have to go on it alone. Whee! By reading the article. So come with me on a Daily Mail article journey. Uh, And it involves Rebel Wilson, Miley Cyrus, and Liam Hemsworth. Ooh, is this like a sexy story? Well, I thought it was going to be. And then it, so it started kind of maybe a little bit sexy. And then it quickly turned into frustration. And then kind of alarming. So I'm going to, we're going to have emotions when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. Oh, Holly, I, uh, I, I found this article today in the Daily Mail and I started reading it for one reason and then I kept reading it for another reason and then I found an Easter egg in it. Ooh, fun. It's like a Kinder Egg. Kind of, but it wasn't a happy Kinder Egg. It was a weird Kinder Egg and I felt like I needed to take you on the journey with me. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, is in Africa. He'll be back next week. Holly Roberts and I are hanging here with you until three o'clock today and um look man even if there's no chocolate involved in this kinder surprise of pop culture i'm ready to go with you colleen thank where, you where does our journey begin it begins with the daily mail and it begins with this headline and this is what got me interested in it and i thought it was going to be a whole different type of article okay so the headline went like this miley cyrus asks rebel wilson to become a truple 
What? What? What does that mean? I'll tell you in a second. Great. With her and husband, Liam Hemsworth, after the actress reveals she's never had a date on Valentine's Day. So the gist of the article is basically that Rebel Wilson said she had never been with, a, she had never had a, a, a boyfriend or had never been in a couple on Valentine's Day. So Miley Cyrus over social media was like, you should hang out with Liam and me. We can be a triple, meaning like a triple couple. That sounds sexy. Right? right? So I was like, I want to hear more about this. And and it made me think about those high pressure holidays. You know, the ones that you're supposed to have a a couple. You're supposed to be in a couple for. Oh, called the Hallmark holidays. So that's like, yeah. yeah, So that's where I thought this was going. And I was like, oh, this would be fun to talk about. Right? So So I kept reading the article thinking that's where we were going with it. But like the Daily Mail does to you. They they hook you in with one thing and suddenly it becomes about something else. And they flaunt something else right in your face. Okay, so here's where we take the left turn. I learned that the reason that these three are connected, meaning Liam, uh, I almost said Liam Neeson, Liam Hemsworth. Well, that would also be hard. That would be weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miley Cyrus and Rebel Wilson. The reason that the three of them are are sort of all linked is because Rebel Wilson and Liam Hemsworth are in a movie together. Miley Cyrus, of course, married to Liam Hemsworth. Yes. Rebel Wilson and Liam Hemsworth star in a movie together. And this is a movie that is, I believe, coming out on or near Valentine's Day. And the name of the movie is uh, actually comes out on February 13th. Doesn't matter. Uh, but the the name of the movie is... Some sort of romantic name. It's called Isn't It Romantic? Yeah, see, Isn't It Romantic? And I immediately, upon reading about the premise of this movie and seeing the, the, the trailer for it, was filled with an angry rage. Oh, no. Because I oh, was no. like, are we doing this again? But Colleen, the movie's called Isn't It Romantic? That sounds like it's going to be light, fluffy, fun. And it might be. For and Valentine's it might be light Day. Light and fluffy, and it might even be fun. And I hate to judge a book by its cover. Yeah, but that's what we do here. But that so is don't what we hate do here. on that. <laughs> okay, but this is the thing. And I've gotten mad about this before, and I'll get mad about it again before, prior to investigation. Um,. The premise of this movie is that Rebel Wilson uh, is having a she as a child loved romantic movies. Oh, isn't that nice? Yes, as a young um, as a young not not conventionally adorable child, she loved your typical romantic movies. Mm, she loved Pretty Woman about the hooker with a heart of gold. And her mother said to her, mm. real life isn't like the romantic movies. Real life isn't like Pretty Woman. And so nerve. she developed kind of a, a gruff outlook on life. Cynicism. A cynicism. Her. And she realized, oh. you know what? Her life was never going to be like a romance movie. Because she didn't look like everybody else. Oh, no. Really? This movie was made in 2019? Oh, wait. We're not done yet. Oh, but wait. There's more. Then she gets mugged. And she hits her head on a post on the way down. Oh, imagine that. And when she comes to New York... City has gone through some sort of a change and it's gone through a beauty filter and everything is suddenly beautiful in New York, including her entire life. 
And suddenly, hot men are falling in love with her. Oh, my gosh. And I'm sure she has a job as an editor for a women's magazine. Oh, my gosh. Even though there are no women's magazines to be published, that doesn't matter. We're in a romantic comedy where people have high-powered jobs, and goodness knows how they actually got them or what they do. Okay, so do you see what I'm saying? So I'm like, I hate these types of movies. I'm so sick and tired of this narrative. It's weird because this movie premise sounds like it would have been cool maybe in 2000, 2000. Well, I mean, it, you know, it reminds me of like the shallow Hal type movie. It reminds uh-huh. me of um, what's the Amy Schumer movie? The one, yes, from last year. Yeah, where she fell off the spin bike and then yes. woke up pretty. Well, I feel pretty. Well, yeah, well, well, that's that's what I'm saying is yeah. that we've had this movie. We've before. already done this, and and I'm tired. I'm tired of the the narrative being for certain types of women that they have to like live in a dream world in order to get what they want. Yeah. So anyway, that's where it took me. And then after that, you know what else I learned? What? Priyanka Chopra is in this movie. Excuse me. She's got herself a high profile cinema gig. I know. Wow. So there you go. I went on that journey and now you've gone on that journey. And uh, that's what I learned today from the Daily Mail. Thank you for going with me. Thank you. When we come back, we've got crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things. And one by popular demand. Oh, on my talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them. And we do that every day at 2.30 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 107.1. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers off. He'll be back next week. Holly Roberts and I are here to deliver to you the crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Crazy Stupid Idiots. They are to your right. They are to your left. And when you look in the mirror... Hopefully, there is not one staring back at you. And frequently, we find those crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida. 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 Well, Colleen, our first crazy, stupid idiot story is Crazy Stupid Idiot by Popular Demand. Ooh, fun. So this story was sent to us at least three times. By people who read it today and were like, oh my gosh, you have to do this on Crazy Stupid and Idiots. when that happens, I mean, we, we have to do it on Crazy Stupid Idiots. Look, we're here to please. Exactly. Now, I received the story initially earlier today with the following caption. Wisconsin is our Florida. Excellent. Yes. So that's where we're going. Our Florida. To our neighbors. To our neighbors. Wisconsin. Specifically, Madison. <gasps> Uh oh. The capital of Wisconsin. It's really ex- This is where my brother lives. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think I your hope brother. He doesn't show up in this story. His name isn't Mike, is it? Nope. Okay, so you're totally fine. Yay. Yay. So this happened on Sunday night uh, where a man and his wife got into a fight. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I actually want to take back the name Mike. That oh, is the name of the police chief in Madison. Well, he is not a crazy, good. stupid idiot. We now, appreciate you. You know, unfortunately Mike. for you, Colleen, the name of the man has not been released, okay. but I think your brother is a little older than 34 years old yes. because the okay, man good. in the story is 34 years old. All right. And he got into a fight with his wife. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens. Domestic disputes. Mm-hmm. But the reason that this man got into a fight with his wife is because he thought 
his wife damaged something very precious to him. You know, you might think it might be a family heirloom. Maybe uh, she broke the china. Not the family jewels. Well, not the family okay. jewels either. Okay, fortunately good. for this unidentified man. No, mm. the wife allegedly damaged his action figures. Oh. I mean, you do not mess with a man's action this figures. This is true. You know, sometimes, Colleen, those can add up to be a pretty penny. This I used, is true. I used to work in a comic book store one semester when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And those action figures are real expensive. Yeah, don't mess they, around. They wouldn't be called action figures. They'd be called something else. I'm sorry, you can yell at me later. Mm-hmm. They're expensive. Collectibles. <laughs> yes. So, the action figures got damaged. Well, this guy was so mad at his wife that he had he did a little retaliation. He was like, okay, fine. You know what? You wreck my action figures. You wreck my G.I. Joes. You took them out of the box. Guess what? I'm taking an axe to the family car and the TV and the laptop. Ha ha. You don't get anything. Nuh-uh. You don't get anything. No, sir. Yeah. I mean, just decided to uh, go a little crazy there. No. Do a little Jack Nicholson in The Shining. No. All over the family stuff. No, for his action figures. Yeah, you know, unfortunately for him... The axe got stuck in the car's windshield so Nuh-uh. that he wasn't able to destroy anything else. Now, one of the things that's really weird is that it's the family car. So, like, he destroyed his own car because he was mad. Okay, this sounds so to me, correct me if I'm wrong, like a person who might have some anger issues. Oh, and yes, also had too much to drink. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Also, did did his <laughs> wife actually destroy his action figures? No, he just thought that. Okay, even worse. Yeah, so we don't know who destroyed uh, the action figures. Look, I know action figures sometimes can be worth a lot of money. But so are like cars and stuff. Computers, yeah, TVs, all of that. Yeah, he was arrested and faced charges of disorderly conduct and mm-hmm. felony damage to property. Okay. Now, police say he caused more than five thousand dollars in damages, which is probably more than the sum of the action figures. Right. I mean, I get it. You get a little sentimental, but also don't get drunk and rage and put an axe through the windshield of your family car. Yeah, I mean, just, just an just idea. A- I mean, call me crazy. Florida light. light. It's Florida light. Is it, though? Maybe Florida adjacent. Yeah, true. Wisconsin is our Florida. Florida North. And we thank you so much for filling that role. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're going to go bye. Bye Bye-bye. 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 We are going to go to Texas for our next story, and we're going to meet 28-year-old Antonio Salis. Hi. Um, He was uh, boarding an airplane. Uh, He was uh, trying to fly from Sacramento to Austin last Thursday. And um, he went through TSA, but I don't know if you know this. They're kind of having some, it's, you know, some tough times. Exactly. Right? It's it's they're, rough right now. They're yeah. a little overwhelmed. Yeah. And um, underpaid. And but, underpaid. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He was able to get through TSA shockingly um, because the reason why it's shocking is because once he got through TSA... He was flagged by a dog in the airport because he had pot in his luggage. Oops. Man, those dogs don't mess around. There's a beagle at MSP, and that dog hangs around that direct flight from Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. He's going to sniff you out. He knows. That dog knows. Tulip bulbs, The dog knows, knows. And weed. But this guy had weed Mm -hmm. on him. Oh, he not only had weed. He had 43 
pounds what the heck? of marijuana in his luggage. He thought oh, in he his could, luggage. Yeah, but he was carrying it. Like, carry on. You know, I get it. Well, okay. Little crazy, stupid idiot logic here. I feel like Antonio is like, surely I'm just hiding in plain sight. I'm going to walk through this airport and I'm going to have so much weed that they would never even think to look for this much weed. Yeah, they would the, be like, who would be that brazen, that bold to carry this much pot right through the TSA? But what he didn't count on is that the dog knows no. Oh, and they're really cute. They are cute. Oh. So the dog sniffed it out, 43 pounds of weed in Antonio Solis's luggage. Um, and here's the thing. After the bags were flagged because the dog sniffed the weed, he tried to claim that they weren't his. And he told the police he just found him on the street before his flight and he decided to take him with him. I mean, you know, I'm just doing the community service I by mean, cleaning I up. I feel like he had tested the supply before he came up with that excuse. Um, he's, he's trying. currently facing a third degree felony charge for drug possession. And that could be about 10 years in prison. Now, um, can we also just talk about the fact that he was flying from... Uh, Sacramento to Austin, which is a 27 hour car ride, which sounds like a lot, but now he's, if he would have just taken the 27 hours in the car, he might have avoided the 10 years in prison. Maybe, but we're applying crazy, stupid idiot logic to that story. He sounds like the kind of person that his car would break down and then he would flag down a trooper to help him out. Isn't this crazy? It's really idiotic. I know. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, Colleen, let's go to Illinois. Ah, Illinois. For, oh, you're so fancy. Yes, thank you. It's French. <laughs> We're going to La- Round Lake Park, Illinois. And I bring this story to you because you have uh, children who are in the like 10 year range. Yeah. Right? So yep. this, this has to do with an 11 year old child. Okay. Yeah, who is allowed to do something that I think, as a parent, Colleen, of a child this age, you would probably not let them do, even if they were supervised. And this would be driving herself to school in a car. Yeah, so an Illinois man allowed an 11-year-old relative to drive herself to school while he rode along, so he was supervising. No. All of this. The girl just pulled up to the school's drop-off point. This happened on January 9th. And then she and a nine-year-old girl who were in the back seat exited the car. So she, the one 11-year-old driving, got out of the car. Then her buddy in the back, who was nine years old, got out of the car. And the 31-year-old, who was supervising all of this, went around and moved into the driver's seat and drove away. Okay, that was their high uncle. Yeah, but it gets worse, Colleen. (laughs) Oh, no. Because apparently the car was stolen. (gasps) And he let the 11-year-old drive herself to school. In a stolen car. Yes. In the stolen car. Now, I want to let you know that this man was arrested. Or no, he was not arrested. I'm sorry. He's still out and about. So if you see a child and you're in Round Lake Park, Illinois, driving a vehicle, being supervised by one. a man. That, just so you know, that'll be the one. I just, you know, 
There are some things. Some people's kids. Some people's kids. Well, it's not even the kid's fault because what 11-year-old would not take up the opportunity of oh, driving right? of driving a car because they're a kid and they're going to think that's real cool. They're going to pull up right up to uh, right up to junior high in their uncle's Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme and I'm going to be the coolest kid around. Okay, can I just tell you, my kids think it's really exciting. There are two things that they get very excited about, okay? One is... If I allow them to ride in the car with no seatbelts on Mm. in the driveway. What do you mean? Like if I'm pulling from the end of the driveway into our garage, which is from the street to the back of the house. And going like three miles an hour. Yep. If I say you guys can unbuckle, like that is thrilling. Or if I get to the beginning of the driveway and I'm going to drive into the garage and I let one of them sit ready, wait for it. In the front seat of the car. What? what? Oh, oh my gosh! Yes, I'm there. To be ten years old and thrilled by taking off your seatbelt. Exactly. When you pull into the driveway. I mean, listen. To be a Lindstrom, let me tell you. Um, all right. When we come back, we are going to play the throwback live. Donnie is primed and ready. Is he though? Donnie's here. <laughs> We're going to play the throwback live at two forty-five after this on My Talk One Hundred Seven. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.